What is going on, everyone? Welcome to a Dose of Magic Live, the show about all things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brett. And we are back for another week. We have a lot of great things on the agenda tonight. We're playing some Disney Jeopardy a little bit later. We're hearing about Brett's recent Disneyland honeymoon trip. And we are also talking about some more outrageous Disney news stories that came across <laughs> over the last few days. So sit tight, enjoy, participate with us. But before we get into that, of course, we have a little bit of housekeeping to get into. Brett, you want to tell them a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, so as Ryan mentioned, a little bit of housekeeping. Um, this is, if you're new here, welcome. I'm Brett. That is Ryan. We are brothers from the Philadelphia area. Um, we I started this podcast like three years ago, starting a new segment here with the live. Um, so this is our second live ever, um, and we're super excited about it. So if you want to see more of our content, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, and a Dose of Magic podcast on all of our your favorite platforms. And if you're missing this live now, be sure to check it out on YouTube tomorrow. That's right. And we also want to throw a question out right away to the audience. So anybody who's there out there watching with us, when is your next Disney trip? I know Brett just went to Disneyland on his honeymoon. I am heading down this week on the 16th and the 17th down to Disney World. So if anybody is going to be down there on those days, happy to meet up, happy to chat and say hello. Uh, but when is your next trip? Let us know. And in the meantime, Brett, welcome back, dude. How how does it feel to be back? I think you got back this morning. Isn't that correct? Yes, we touched down in Philadelphia at 8.05 and we were at work and in the office by... 8:45. So went straight back to work today. Um, but it feels good to be home. You know, when you're yeah. gone for a long time, we did two days at Disneyland and then we left on a cruise down to Mexico um, for five days. So we've been gone for probably pretty close to eight days. Um, and once you're gone pretty long, it feels good to be back home. It felt good to walk through our front door and be like, we're sleeping in our own bed tonight. Yeah. So super excited to be back. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. It's great to have you back. I cannot believe that you went from the airport right to work and then you're doing this now. You must be running on empty, on absolute fumes. Running on pure happiness and pixie dust, baby. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, we are super excited to have you. What, as if you're a guest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, like we're hey, everybody, my name is Brett. <laughs> but. How did Disneyland compare? I mean, we are a Walt Disney World show primarily, and we've up until this point have never been to Walt to Disneyland. Uh, so, Brett, mm -hmm. now having been there, what are your initial impressions? What do you think? Yeah. So, first impression one: castle small, yeah, lame. Um, no, you can really tell like they tried a lot at Disneyland, and then they were like, "This works." Like, let's yeah scale it up and let's perfect it over at Walt Disney World. Um, so it was really cool in that sense. Um, there's also a ton of opposites, right? So um, I was talking about like Space Mountain over in Disneyland. That's a six person cart, um, two rows of three attached. So there's 12 people per per coaster for wow. Space Mountain, which is like a lot yeah. compared to Walt Disney World, where it's a three seater in a straight line. Um, but then something like Galaxy's Edge is almost identical in the footprint to mm. we could we walked at Galaxy's Edge as if we've been there before because it is literally identical. Um, gotcha. 
So there's a lot of things that are, are, are different and a lot of things that are the same. Um, I can see why some rides didn't come across the pond uh, or across the country, like Matterhorn. Um, we think Dinosaur gives you a headache. Matterhorn <laughs> gave me scoliosis, I'm pretty sure. Um, my back hasn't recovered from that ride yet. Um, and I'm so happy that it never came over to the Walt Disney World parks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a very cool comparison. Um, I took ample notes, so we could definitely go into some more heavy details, but very cool to see. Yeah. Um, we were, we were fortunate enough to catch, um, some of the holiday layovers that were there. So Haunted Mansion had the Nightmare Before Christmas layover, which was awesome, especially for someone who literally loves Nightmare Before Christmas oh, that's awesome. and the Haunted Mansion. Um, so perfect like layover and combination for me to to see so i love that that layover and i think it i would love if that's actually a permanent layover i think it, wow. they did cool. very well with it um so yeah there was a lot there that was very cool very comparable but then polar opposites um yeah so i'm rambling characters in disneyland have no character attendance like yeah. they are just walking around. Like we were just eating a pretzel and Peter Pan came up to us and like put a leaf in our ear, tickled our ear and <laughs> ran away. And like not a single character attendant in sight. And then like we walked some more and here comes like Cinderella just walking hand in hand with two girls just like around the park. Like they're free was, roam. They, they must have the free roam. All the characters free roam. The only one that we saw that had a true meet and greet was Mickey. Interesting. Everybody else is pretty much free roam um, or like a character would be like walking and then they would stop and then a line would form where they're at. Interesting. So like that would be the background for there and then they would carry on and move a little bit more. So like we saw Mickey in like two or three different places outside of his meet and greet because like he's just walking and then would just stop and just like form a line. So very cool in that aspect. Yeah. Um, it felt like you don't know who you're going to see, which was kind of an element of surprise. Um, you would see like a crowd and you'd be like, Oh my gosh, like, who is that? Like, who, who is that? Yeah. Um, so it was very cool in that, in that sense. I like that a lot. What about something that we don't have? How did you, what did you think of the Marvel land and the Marvel world? Yeah. Very cool. Um, land. Uh, I think if they had more land, so I think the biggest thing in Disneyland, they, they don't have land, right? They are literally, your drop-off point to get into the park is a highway. Um, <laughs> That's so weird. And you walk through that gates. So bizarre. So weird like concept to me. But as soon as you walk through the gates, you don't even realize it. But I think if Marvel Land had like more space, I think they could do so much more. But I think with the space that they had, they did it really well. <laughs> um, so their uh, Guardians ride was the previous Tower of Terror, um, which you could tell from the outside, right? Like they just threw up some metal piping, gave it a different facade. Yeah. Uh, but the ride totally caught me off guard. Like I was expecting Very to different. load in, go up, right? You know how you go up, see some um, storyline, go up a little bit more, see some storyline. No, immediate launch off from the bottom to eight I like floors that. up. Like, yeah. So completely un wasn't ready for it, right? So somebody who like has been there, I was like, oh, I know this ride. Yeah, I don't, right? So that was very cool. <laughs> Um, and then their web slinger in Avengers, uh, basically like you're in a cart and motion sensors and it's like, you have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, 
every time you do that, like a line on the screen shoots a web. So they like track your body in the car and you basically are Spider-Man fighting little spider robots. Was it accurate? Um, like, did you feel like it was yeah, very pretty, like close to where you were shooting? Yeah. Like if I wanted to hit a barrel, <laughs> barrel. Um, so cool. it was very, very accurate, very cool, but was not prepared for it. By the end, our arms were like out of our sockets. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. You go a little bit too hard. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, just jumping into the comments really quickly. I know we had asked earlier mm -hmm. where people yes. or when people are going to Disney next. Uh, we do have Jessica coming in from Scotland right now. She went back in September, but she will be. It'll be a while before she goes back. But that is Very okay. Nice. Hopefully, you can get a little bit of a dose of magic from us each and every week until you get back. And Ryan is asking, how does the drop feel since it's humor based versus scared? And this is referring to that Guardians uh, drop tower, Brett. What did you? Th that's a great question, actually. Does it feel less scary and more funny? Like, what is it like? Um, it's actually a really great question, Ryan. Uh, I feel like it was. I don't. I, I don't even know how to answer that question because it's like very different. Um, I think we knew it was humor going into it via the pre-show so i don't think we came into that anticipation like oh my gosh like what's happening next i think we knew like we were going to get some drops um so i think in that sense like we weren't scared of a drop um but they're more electric i don't so the thing is like this was like a basically a re-theme so the drops to me didn't really feel like they had a point in the story. That was my follow-up question was, did it feel like they were story-based drops and when they dropped or was it just kind of like random? Yeah, it would be like, you would be like, we got launched, then you would drop and then you would drop and then you'd stop at a screen and it'd be like all the guardians. And they'd be like, oh, we gotta get the alien. And then you drop. And like, I don't, I don't know, for Tower of Terror, like, you got struck by lightning and there's a reason why your elevator shaft is now like not functioning properly. Um, yeah. but this, I felt like it was just an overlay, um, but a permanent one. So interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. A quick follow-up question from Jessica coming in. Uh, did you hear Brett when you were over there that Disneyland is getting the phantasmic show back minus Murphy Maleficent Did that, did you hear that in the rumblings over there? Uh, we did hear a little bit of phantasmic, rumbling nothing coming back until 2024 uh spring of 2024 is what we heard just through the grapevine and through some signage nice. um didn't hear anything about murphy but i'm going to take your word jessica that you probably did more research than i did um to be honest and this is probably like a, a red flag we didn't do the fireworks show at disneyland um we were there for about 14 hours and we were like a firework is a firework yeah um, at the end of the day, we did, however, do World of Color, the Fountain Show at Disney California Adventure. Mm -hmm. um, fantastic show. And I don't ever hear the Animal Kingdom has nothing to do with their pond. Uh, <laughs> and don't ever put kites there because this was a perfect thing to do with an open body of water. That's awesome. That's good to so, hear. This will be my last yeah. question for you because I want to do I do want to keep going. But did you yeah. feel like the one park was better than the other? Because they have the two parks over there and a little bit of a different feel for both, right? Yeah, definitely a different feel. Um, I think um, I think California Adventure to me screamed like 
Hollywood studios almost mm. like theming for lands was phenomenal. Um, every little detail was thought out down to the bench, down to the walkway, down to the lighting. Um, so to me, that was like, you could tell that they learned from a space where like themed lands is where you want to be. So those lands are very themed over there. Um, very different, um, iconic lands. Yeah. Like their radiator Springs is literally as if you walked into the movie, like down to a T. That is awesome. Um, but Disneyland would be opposite in the sense like you walk right next door from Haunted Mansion and you're in Pirates and then right next door is Indiana Jones. And there's not really a theme in that in those lands. Um, so I would say that you could definitely feel the difference. Yeah, very tight, very small. Um, any queue at Disneyland is basically outside. And as soon as you get to the ride building, you're on the ride. So there's not like interior queues. So once you basically got into the ride, you were like, oh, we're on. Rather than at Disney World, you know how interior queues go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, how many rooms are in this labyrinth? Right. So. <laughs> right, right. And actually, we'll talk about some of the queues and the issues with queues in our news stories this week. Yes. But uh, that is awesome, dude. That's such a good analysis. That was a great feedback you know, from, from somebody who's experiencing it for the first time and really only has ever known Walt Disney World. So. That's awesome yeah. that you got to experience it. And I can't wait to hear you know more about it offline. Yeah, very cool. That's awesome. Well, we do want to jump into some news because we do have some good stuff this week. First being that the Muppets 3D, Muppet Vision 3D has been refurbished and is getting refurbished. And this is one where I saw the headline. And actually, I'll show it to you guys really quick. I saw this headline, and this is what it looked like. It says... Muppets Theater seating is replaced or being replaced in the latest of several upgrades to the classic Muppet Vision 3D at Disney Hollywood Studios. Now, my I, I have one quick question for everyone, and it's mainly at Disney, but it could be for you. It could be for everyone listening. I'm actually going to put myself right in the camera just so that you understand this. Why? You know? Why? Why are we refurbishing this? Why? This is not an attraction that needs really any attention. Uh, and actually, you know what? Let's look at what the old theater was, because this looks like the same old theater. Muppet 3D theater. <laughs> look at this. Here we go. Let's take a peek. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Ooh. actually, you know what? <laughs> that does look a lot better. <laughs> Dude, those had roaches living in those. Oh, we were sitting on that? Oh, okay. Ooh. Well, I guess that the building has Wait. been there and the, the attraction has been there since like <laughs> 1675. So it is time for, I guess, a new one. The new seats do look good in hindsight with that. But uh, I, that's just my question is, you know, why are we putting a lot of or any really effort or thing into this? I, I Maybe there are some diehard Muppet fans out there, but it, Muppets to me is just kind of like a, a, a die, I don't want to say dying thing, but it just hasn't really been in the mainstream for a while. It's more nostalgic than anything. And, you know, for me personally, I feel like it might be time to do away with puppets in society just in general. You know, I feel like we've moved on from that. And so we will see, uh, you know, what 
what people are planning to do with that. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to show that really quickly for everyone. It's funny. But uh, what do you think? What, what are your thoughts on that? You know where I stand with Muppets 3D. If anybody's new here, uh, we don't stand with it, basically. <laughs> it is a waste of space. Um, that money that was probably put into those seats could be well used somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't really care for it. But like you said, I think it's appealing to the older nostalgia, nostalgic like factor of it. Exactly. But until then, we it's time. Well, it's almost time for something new. Jessica, can they replace the Waldo? Replace Waldo while they're at it. And then Rai is saying that the only good thing about Muppets in Disney World is Pizza Rizzo, and he is not wrong. That is a delicious place yeah. to be. So that is a good point. Keep that. We'll keep that. But maybe we can use this building for something else. You know, just in right. hindsight. <laughs> uh, That's funny. The other thing is that. Disney's firework, the Luminous show, is doing some testing. So we're very excited to, you know, see what is happening with that. And they actually did release a quick video of the firework testing, as well as some of the songs that will be in it. And so this is pretty interesting. So here we have, here's the song list for you. I see the light from Tangled. Bang. I'm in. Right out of the gate. I'm in. You've got a friend <laughs> in me. Toy Story. Banger. That's a good one. Banger. Get ready for this one. You'll be in my heart from Tarzan. So now we're crying. Anything Phil Collins? Banger. Yeah. So now we're crying at the fireworks show. Got it. Uh, <laughs> Proud Corazon, which is from Coco. I probably mispronounced that. If we have Melly from Mexico here, uh, hopefully she can correct that pronunciation as well. And then we also have a friend like me from Aladdin. Banger. Great, great show or great, great song. So close from Enchanted. You probably know that one. That oh, one made the cut. Do I know that? Yeah. That, that is, I appreciate when Enchanted gets love because yeah. it doesn't get any love. I'm in. <laughs> I'm so in. Well, if it doesn't get any better than this, we're, we're still going. We got three more that are at least confirmed. When She Loved Me from Toy Story 2. Oh, dude, if you've heard that song, dude, we're crying. We're crying at Epcot right now. Right. Remember me from Coco. They just, the hits keep coming, dude. Disney's just got okay. the hits. And then to top it off, we have Into the Unknown from Frozen 2. And that, as a finisher, at least um, I'm alluding that it might be a finisher. It's the last on the list. Maybe that, Maybe it won't. Maybe it'll be a you know, the classic quote to finish it. But if this is the finale <laughs> into the unknown, chills. You're going to get chills all the way up and down on the arm. And then you're going to be wiping your face yeah. from You'll Be In My Heart and When She Loved Me from Toy Story 2. And you're, you're going to have chills. You're going to leave this fireworks show just absolutely a different person, it sounds like, just from the soundtrack alone. Wow. Yeah. That... They really know. And that's the thing. You see, somebody made the set list and they knew how to make a Disney fireworks show. Yep. And it's simple. Yep. Simple. And, and I think we had talked about this a couple episodes ago. The first draft of this actually got like declined. So the composer or the yes. producer submitted it and they were like, oh, actually, can you go back to the drawing board and redo this? And so for them to now come back with this 
Sounds like they've listened to our episode. Confirms that a Disney mole is in here, and we will see <laughs> what happens next. Yes. Julie Go or Julie Shuplock, that's right. That playlist, I know. I know it's going to be absolutely insane. We're going to be crying together watching that. So that is for the Luminous, yes. the Symphony of Us soundtrack coming to Epcot's fireworks show. Cannot wait for that one. Wow. Looking forward to it. The last news story that we want to talk about is something that I I wish I never even had to talk about because it's something that I didn't think would ever be <laughs> ever be an issue. And that is that guests have been caught defecating in queues that are too long <laughs> at Walt Disney World. And I wish that I was lying about this, but this is happening. So here's a quick glance. I'm going to show you guys. Here's what we're looking at. Guess still pooping. <laughs> I like still in the headline <laughs> as if it's like an ongoing issue that they've been like told about before. They're like, hey, don't do that. Oh and they're <laughs> like, well, we're still gonna. Guess still somehow pooping. We're still gonna. In queues for Avatar Flight of Passage, The Rise of the Resistance, and the Indiana Jones Adventure. Dude, I don't even I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to do. It's a, it's almost like an immature topic, so I don't even want to talk about it too long. But I cannot believe that this is happening. And I thought that this was like a uh, a fake, you know, what's it called? Satire type of article. But yeah. sure enough, if you Google it, dude, it's everywhere. It is everywhere. People are confirming it. Cast members are confirming it. I cannot believe that this is a thing. And it's got it's to the point where they've some of the rides actually have like midway bathrooms now. So yeah, that is out of control. That headline. That is something that we call, or from our our one segment, we're all mad here, which is where we talk about ridiculous things that guests do in the park. And that is certainly mm -hmm. one of them. It should be a rule of thumb, That's and I can't believe I have to say it. Don't poop in line. It's for yeah. Leave the line. You're gonna leave the line. <laughs> yeah, leave the line and get back in line, please. It it's just a ride, and it doesn't matter. So that is just something that Dude, is just insane. absolutely outrageous. Something that is going on recently, and I don't know how Disney's gonna address that. That is just a a job. It, it must stink to have that job. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Dude, what are you doing if the person in front of you just unleashes? <laughs> unleashes. Um probably I, I don't know, calling for a cast member. Like you're you're playing heads up with your family and it's like, oh uh, oh, I don't know, Ellen DeGeneres. And then you <laughs> and then you hear somebody like <laughs> behind you. <laughs> just coming behind you and you're like, what? And you're like, uh, excuse me, what what was that? It's probably, you know what it is, and I should have read the article a little further. It's probably people's kids that they're like, oh, like I got to go bathroom. And the parents are like, we're not leaving. We, we've been in line for two and a half hours. And then the kids yeah. are like, no, but like, I really got to go. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're stepping over something on your way to the, to the ride. I just Wild. can't believe it. And even as a parent, you have to take your kid out of line. You have to forfeit the ride. Yeah. <laughs> Julie A., could you imagine cast members cleaning that up? Yeah, they don't they don't deserve that. They don't get paid enough for yeah. that. Nobody really does, honestly. There should be 
punishment for that if there isn't already in it how is that not on camera how is that not captured and how is that not an instant ban it should be an instant ban from disney to to even think about pulling that off so that's a great point julie how imagine the cast member getting called to come to flight of passages line and clean that up that is just no absolutely appalling and unforgivable honestly unforgivable <laughs> that deserves more than a compliment in the app that must be like their internal reward system or like way to kind of you know highlight your your good coworkers. <laughs> and yeah could you imagine yeah rye was a great great team player today he went in there with a shovel and uh three layers of gloves a shovel <laughs> shovel like it's the elephant safari wow. or something yeah that is yeah, horrible absolutely insane but nonetheless people don't do that just a quick little, quick little <laughs> don't do that don't do that lastly jumping oh into gosh. a game here we're gonna have some fun this is now time for the a dose of magic disney jeopardy Ooh. so we are gonna play some disney jeopardy games here's how it's gonna work I'm going to go to a website called Jeopardy Labs so that it's a third-party site. This is not something that I created. This is not something that Brett created so that we don't know each other's you know, answers and, and can't cheat or anything. So here we go. We're going to pick something. The dates are right here. And so let's pick out something that's like more recent. So this is 2023. Uh, and the categories are Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Random. Let's do that one. Let's, let's do it. Play. We're going to do two teams, you and me, and we're going to make this okay. full screen. So let's go. Love it. Which one are you looking at here? You we're going to do Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood Studios for two. All right. We'll put these in 100 categories. 200. 200. What year was Toy Story Land opened? That's a good Ooh. question. It is a good question. Um. 2017 2017 is, is that too his long? answer let's see 20 that is a neg Ooh. i cannot award any points for that i won't deduct points Understood. but i will not award them if we get it wrong okay all right i am up next and actually I'm, i'll give it a, an extra second as well so that the chat has a chance to to jump in here if they think they know it yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm gonna do magic kingdom for 300 we'll see how this looks feeling confident <laughs> about how many people <laughs> visit magic kingdom each day we have definitely covered this on past episodes and past shows uh so i should know this but i really only learned it for our quick trivia episodes so each day <laughs> in magic kingdom i'm going to guess that this is i'm probably going to be way off each day yeah and not all of Walt Disney World, Magic Kingdom, probably, I don't even know what their uh, capacity is off the top of my head. Probably, I'm going to say 15,000. That's probably way too high. <laughs> but we'll I was going to say low. You think it's low per day? I don't know. Let's see. I, I have no concept of like, oh, <laughs> that. He was low. I was a little low. The answer is <laughs> 57,000 people per day going through Magic Kingdom. I don't know about that. I'm going to need to see a little source on that one. <laughs> Not sure about that, but we are Seems over fake. two with the questions. 
Why don't you pick another one? I will do Animal Kingdom for two. I'm going to stick with my 200s. All right. What show is hidden inside of the Tree of Life? Do you think that you have a, a, a clue about this one? Yes. <laughs> will this be the first point? That will be... Yeah, go ahead and hit the plus twice. <laughs> this will be... It's tough to be a bug. I'll make this one, yeah. All right. Is it correct? It is. It's tough to be a bug. I'll make this one me. All right. Brett breaks the ice, gets on Sorry. the board first. Jessica said, tough to be a bug. Rip, <laughs> which is true, becoming a Zootopia show. That is correct. So this will soon be an outdated Jeopardy format template here. Uh, this is... It's going to be a sad day. We do like it's tough to be a bug, but you know what? We just trashed a little bit on the Muppets and, you know, calling that one an old one. And unfortunately, you know, tough to be a bug is, is had its runs course too. So it's time for something new. Uh, but it's, I do love that ride. It's nice. All right. I'm going to go back to random trivia for 100. Okay. What park is the largest? Uh, I feel like this is actually a trick question too, because you might think about like the park itself, but from like a footprint standpoint, ooh, like do you consider the safari and like all the acreage in that part of Animal Kingdom? I don't know. I really uh, don't know. I would. You would? Uh, yeah. We have I mean that's part of, it's an attraction. It's part of an attraction. Yeah, I guess so. And then like there's like a lot of back animal care that happens behind the scenes jessica saying animal kingdom as well i don't know i feel like in, my gut is saying animal kingdom but epcot is up there as well and hollywood studios feels big when you're in it like it feels like to get from one end of hollywood to the other to the other feels far you know what i mean so let's see yeah. i'm gonna say animal kingdom i'm gonna go with jessica's answer oh. and animal kingdom animal kingdom all right, give me that one hundred dollar or one hundred point question, and I'm chiseling away. Brett, pick your next one. I love it. I will bust open the Epcot gates, and I will do three hundred for Epcot. All right, three hundred for Epcot. Let's see how we do. How many oh, countries, uh, Brett, are in Epcot? I think we literally just did this episode like uh, maybe like four or five weeks ago. Yeah, and I don't remember. Um, <laughs> Think of the map. Think of uh, you know our touring. We've definitely drank around it. We have Julie guessing maybe eleven. Does that come to mind? Does that sound low. okay? Sounds low. Oh, Julie quickly changing her answer to twelve. Thinks that it's twelve. What do you think? I think it's thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Brett is going to lock in with thirteen. Let's see. 11. Julie's first guess was correct. Claps all around to Julie for kind of guessing that, but also deduction for changing it to 12. The rule of thumb in life, always go with your gut. So cannot give it's true. a point there to Brett for that one. It is my turn. I kind of like the random, so we're going to go over to random to 400 okay. here. Cool. What ride has the longest duration at Walt Disney World? Non-safari. I like the specification of non-safari because that can get a traffic jam a little bit. If a, if a giraffe is crossing or some some animal with a horn, which I can't think of right now, I'm thinking 
that the longest duration of ride, and this was again a recent one, 2023. We'll see. Uh, I'm going to guess if if it's if it's in this one, I'm going to say Rise of the Resistance as the longest ride through of a ride. Do you feel like that's a good one? I do, um, but I'm not sure it's the the correct answer. Somebody just posted in the chat. There's been a bunch of people. Oh yeah, we got a lot of guesses coming in here. It's a small world with the snail. That's funny. We have Rides of the Resistance. Good guess. The Garden one, which she is referring to, living with the land at Epcot. That's a great one. I'm still going to yeah. stick with my Rise of the Resistance. I think that that is the new longest one. Test Track is allegedly the answer. We might need to go to the uh, replay. We're going to go to we're going to go to New York right now for this one. Yeah, we might need to call New York real quick and see if that is correct because that seems like it's incorrect. But if you think about all the the testing and all that you need to do with the ride, it's and then the shoot off at the end. I don't know. It. I don't know if I'd consider that. So that's an interesting one. I guess I cannot get myself credit there. And okay, just exactly, so, where do you consider like the beginning of a ride? Do you consider the pre-show the beginning? Do you consider any of the intro, or do you consider, you know, any of the outro? Like, where does the beginning actually start? Like the stretching room in Haunted Mansion. That's a great question. That is a really good point. Um, so after review, you're going to get a ton of different answers because it kind of goes to what Jessica just said. Like, it depends on where people start it. Um, Carousel of Progress is up there. Okay, that is quite a long one. It is quite a long one. Um, Carousel of Progress, again, I'm seeing a lot of Carousel of Progress. Okay. So maybe Carousel of Progress. All right, we'll override it. And I was still wrong regardless, so it does not matter. <laughs> that was not on my radar anyway. So go ahead and pick your next one, Brett. I will do Animal Kingdom for four. Animal for four. Let's see it. What attraction based off was based off the best-selling video ever? That is the worst written question I think I've <laughs> ever seen. Best attraction based off of best-selling video ever? Video? I so this seems unfair, <laughs> definitely unfair. Um, I think the person who created this like had a stroke mid sentence and then was like, "Yeah, just publish it anyway. We'll just go." I'm gonna say, "Flight of Passage," that it's going off the best selling movie ever. Oh, yes, I think you're right. Actually, this is actually awesome. Rai is guessing Festival of the Lion King, which is also a very, very great guess based off the movie, which is incredibly, incredibly mm. famous. Yes. Is it the highest grossing? Maybe Festival of the Lion King? That's a great, great guess, guys. But I think Brett might be right with it, with Avatar being the highest film, highest grossing film ever. So let's see. Oh, Festival of the Lion King is correct. See ya. <laughs> that is awesome. I cannot give Brett any points for that because I, I, I was on your your side, Brett, with uh, Flight of Passage. But 
everyone else in the chat was correct and they would be getting points for this wow. one. festival of the lion king really it makes sense it makes sense it does we really should have added a third team <laughs> and done the chat as a team yeah actually we should have that would have been awesome we'll do that next time <laughs> julie said did that guy ryan make the jeopardy <laughs> how did you know that ryan how did you know that that's funny <laughs> all right well let's each get oh. one more i'm gonna go okay. for magic kingdom for five how many lands are there in magic kingdom <laughs> name them so demanding <laughs> such a demand just forces you yep. to like absolutely hell way more trivia making this make sure that you can name them um i'm going to send i can't believe the grammar and name them um how many lands let's think of the aerial view right because you have tomorrow you have new fantasy you have liberty you have frontier you have adventure it's just weird because then you start getting like do you consider the hub probably not right like the hub and the main street is not considered a quote unquote land yeah, I would itself um consider that the other question i have is like is the storybook circus area considered probably not but who knows because whoever's creating this is pretty uh insistent on this so i'm gonna go ahead and say i think i got to six on that we're gonna say six lands let's see six and they, they go main street oh so they did consider main street i don't know i don't know about that interesting Adventureland, Frontierland, Liberty Square, Fantasyland, and Tomorrowland. Uh, that is very interesting. I guess I was right. Is that, does that say Fantasyland? It does say Fantasyland. Okay. Say, technically, I guess, new Fantasyland. Ryan new was Fantasy guessing Land, four. Yeah. Jess was saying six. And so, interesting. I, very I interesting. got that right. So, that's a big, big win for me to put me up there. Brett, your last one. I'm going to go Hollywood. Wait, is random five still available? It is. Yes. Let's do it for the, for the win. Okay. Random five. Here it is. Oh, that's a good point. Going back to quick rye for that actually say land. I, that's a good point. It's a very, very good point. That's, that's the like fine print in the question there. I like it. Years to stay in every hotel room on Disney property. How many years? I guess we have to infer the question. Years to stay in every hotel in Disney property. We actually did, I think. In every hotel room. In every hotel room. Wow. Okay. That's a, even a, a bigger one than I was thinking. Good luck. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's unfair. Is it, um, <laughs> this is so specific. And this person, I guarantee, just made up an answer. Didn't even look it up. Didn't even look it up. Um, <laughs> so, Brett's doing math right now. Brett's doing math. I'm doing math. <laughs> I'm trying to like <laughs> estimate something. Brett's got a piece of paper and a pencil right now. Yeah. Can you put this on the? Don't. Oh, does that include good neighbors as well? Good question. Oh. Total rooms of Disney divided by 365, right? So how many? As if that's a known number. <laughs> Why did Julie say that? As if like I should know that number off the top of my head. Oh yeah, you don't you don't notice the total room capacity. You don't know building just the total rooms really divided by 365. So the question is, how many um, hotel rooms are there on property? Right. That's the first question. This is actually like a three part question. 
how many hotels are currently on property that are open because some are closed, some are back open, some were obviously yeah. built probably since this was created. Uh, how many rooms are there in each, <laughs> each thing? And then how long would that take you to get there? And you can't forget the leap year. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to estimate. Here's my here's my thought process, right? I don't know if this is accurate or not. I'm going to average this. Okay. I'm going to say there's about 1,500 rooms at each property. Okay. So 1,500 divided by 365. That's about four years to do one resort. And I think there's – That seems so 30 – You're probably I right. I think there's 37 crazy. resorts and DVCs. I'm going to say it's about 150 years. <laughs> I came here to talk Disney and not do maths. <laughs> That's hilarious. 150 years? Is that the final answer? And yeah, I don't they are know. building more and more exactly right at Polly as we speak. As we speak. So 150 years is Brett's answer. Let's see. Oh, okay. Not again. This is not proven. We don't know what, <laughs> what data their person is using, but this is 68 years. Apparently, it's gonna take. So I would I like do it in my lifetime. <laughs> I would like to see the math on that one. That was hilarious. I think that is a great, That's great point funny. to stop it for this episode. That was a lot of fun. Definitely something that we would look into doing again next time. We had just a blast doing that and talking about all the recent news, hearing about Brett's trip to Disneyland. I mean, there was a lot good, a lot of good things and a lot of disgusting things going on in the Disney world yeah. lately. Uh, so thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for coming and interacting. It was a lot of fun, and you guys are making us crack up in the chat with all of your guesses and your answers. Uh, Rye, you are not slick. We know that you created that Jeopardy. Uh, so nice try, but thank you for trying for thank you for interacting gotcha. as well. Uh, Brett, anything else to say to close this one out? I got nothing. You did great. Uh, thank you all for tuning in live. And again, if you're listening after we've recorded this live, be sure to check us out on YouTube to check out everything visual that we showed here on this episode. Um, but if you're listening to us on whatever podcast platform you listen on, Spotify, Apple Music, um, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, um, please be sure to leave us a review. It really helps us and it's completely free. Uh, so we appreciate all of you and we will catch you next episode. Yes. And thank you, Jessica. This feels like a fun Zoom call on with other Disney adults. This is fun. Thank you. We really appreciate that. That's an awesome comment. That's a, Honestly, That's cool. it's what we're going for. We, we wanted to just have a place for Disney fans to come together chat some Disney, laugh a little bit, and do it each week. So thank you all for listening, and we will see you next time. See ya.